we've got to empower ourselves and our clients to come to see us, don't we? So we can share real life testimonials, situations, case studies with our clients, but again, not giving them that end result, making sure that we're giving the journey, making sure the client understands the journey to see us. So we want to highlight you know, positive outcomes for our clients. We want to make sure that our client is on board with us. We've got all the touch points with them. They know from the beginning to the end what's going to happen with us, how it's going to work with us. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners responding directly to the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical, you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact, and I look forward to working with you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How the devil are you? So a couple of weeks ago, we had the visualization week, which went down really well. And last week, I talked to you about taking risks. And I wanted to know, have you taken any risks? Did you actually take me up on that offer? A few people have emailed me. Actually, that's a lie. That is a total lie. I got messaged a couple of messages, but you can email me, which is what I meant to say. And tell me what risks you're thinking about taking so that you are held accountable to it. So my email address, as you know, is geraldine at mentoringwithgeraldine.biz. And I'd love to hear from you and find out what risks you took between last week and this week. But it might just have been a step forward. But the risk was once you'd done it, you realize the risk was only in your mind with what was holding you back. And today I thought we'd talk about how to build that really strong connection with your clients. Because what was that risk that you took? Was it to do with getting clients? Was it to do with keeping clients? And was it to do with keeping clients coming back? So when we think about our clients and what we have, we've got to build this community, we have to get them to, and we've got to think about how is it that the journey for them is going to be exponential and that they'll want to keep coming back and they'll want to tell their friends. So what is their journey into your business? What is the customer journey from the very first touch point and where is that touch point all the way through to when they purchase or come to see you, they make that first appointment? And how can you increase that map so that those people who are coming to see you are sharing you with their friends? are telling their friends how well they are. So personally, when my clients refer me to their friends and their friends book in, they get a free appointment. Now you might think to yourself, wow, you know, that's you're giving away a lot of money, but I'm not because by the time a person is willing to refer you to somebody else, they are at a point in their journey where they're really happy and you know them quite well. So you know what their problems are. You know how you're helping them. You have their health roadmap all set out in your mind, if not on paper, and you're working with them to achieve those aims. So they're telling their friends, hey, I'm getting better. This is what's changed for me. This is what's happening for me. This is what we're doing. And their friends are becoming interested and going, actually, well, well, I don't need a natural, but I know someone who does and I'll tell them. And so these personal referrals, What is that customer experience? Where is their first contact point with you 
to create that loyalty, that word of mouth referral to increase your revenue and that positive customer experience from the start to the finish. We've got to understand that journey, haven't we? And the importance of mapping that journey out can't be understated. You need to map that journey out. Where are they finding me? Are they Googling me? Do I have a niche that means gone to the doctor and the doctor says you have IBS, yet they come home and they start Googling IBS. Are you the one that's going to pop up in that Google search? And yes, people use the Safari and they use other systems. So are you on those systems too? And how can you get yourself onto those systems? I keep saying Google My Business is do not underestimate the power of Google My Business. But there is also, of course, Safari has maps, Apple has maps. So are you on the Apple map with your business for those people that are using Apple maps, which the standard of Apple maps has suddenly taken a leap. And I personally have started using Apple maps, whereas I didn't before. So are you on Apple maps as well? The customer journey has multiple stages, doesn't it? It has that stage where they just maybe discover the problem. So are you speaking to the problem for your clients so that they understand where the problem is. You're not giving them the answers. It's not the point of your social posting. That's not the point of what you're doing, giving the client the answer. The point of your social posting is to say, hey, I can help you with this problem. Or do you know you have this problem? So we've got to start at the beginning of that journey for them. And then you need to have touch points along the journey because I might already know now I mean, okay, IBS, back to that example. So I think, I don't know, somebody says to me, wow, you know, your farts really smell. And so you're like, oh, and then they go, that's not normal. And you think to yourself, oh, I didn't think it was abnormal because all the jokes about letting off and everything else, I thought smelly ones was fine. And someone says, no, that's not normal at all. And so you start thinking, oh, and so you Google that. So that person is right at the start of their journey, their IBS journey. It might not be IBS at all, obviously, but say it's their IBS journey. They're right at the start of it because they've found out that smelly farts isn't what they should be at. And then someone says, you only go once a day. And they think to themselves, oh, I actually go three times a day. I didn't realize. Or four times a day. And then randomly they see a Bristol stool chart somewhere. And so this is right, discovering what their problem is. And then once they've discovered what the problem is, then they will start searching and looking and making those discoveries. So we have to be right back at the beginning as well of that journey for them so that they understand the problem that they have is actually a problem so that we can move them through the journey. Now, I talk about this in the academy all the time. We've got to make sure that the journey is there. So there's about to be a ton more social posts and stuff in the academy to make life easier for people so they can make their own as well. So it's really important that we have these touch points for our clients. That we know where they're coming in and we're seeing where we are delivering. You know, maybe we have a blog. If you write a blog once a fortnight, once a month, then that you could theme your month around that blog and create all the social posts you wanted and all of the information you wanted to around that blog. You could do seasonal blogs. So where are they finding you? Are they finding the blog or are they finding the, the vlog that goes with the blog or are they finding the pictures on Instagram or are they finding you on Google? Where are they finding you? Where's that journey start for them and how are you encouraging that journey? Then we've got to think about how we can personalize the experience of our client when they come to see it. We've really got to tailor it to the client. So that is very individual because it's based around you. The client is coming to see you because you are you. They're coming to see you, the practitioner, because down the road there might be another person who does exactly the same thing as you. 
working in exactly the same area as you, but they will do it differently and their personality is different and how they're talking about it is different. So they are coming to see you. It doesn't matter how many naturopaths, nutritionists, natural therapists there are in the world. There can always be more because we all try different people, we all try different things, and we all look at it in a different way. So we have to personalize that experience for our clients so that they can see, yeah, this is where I need to be. This is the practitioner for me. This is going to be my practitioner. I want to work with them for X length of time. Now, when we use something like, not allowed to call them a test, but an analysis, so we might do a hair analysis for someone, we can incorporate that into a program or we could use it as the first appointment, then funnel them into a program. So we really need to think, it might be that rather than having the traditional first appointment at the higher price like we all do, it might be that you actually have a shorter first appointment that's cheaper that then funnels them to where they need to be for what their problem is. So there's lots of different ways of looking at how we're going to work for our business within our business and for our clients, okay? But we have to personalize that experience for that customer and how are we going to do that? Someone could buy a program and you're not involved, so therefore it's not really personalized to you and there's going to be a disconnect. They're not going necessarily to participate where all my courses have you're involved as the person in the course, So you get that time with me. So it's personalized because I find that's the only way for people to watch videos that are sitting there is if I've personalized a portion of it for them. Okay. So how are you personalizing your business to your customers? And how can we collect the data so that we know we're personalizing for them? We've got to collect that data. We've got to collect that knowledge from them. We've got to answer those questions that they have so that we can then personalize for the next people that come in. We have to change and we have to evolve. We can't be totally rigid because of the various touch points where people find us, in-person interactions, phone calls, emails, you know, social media, all of those places they're going to find us. So we have to make sure that our communication and connection is really on point for those people. And that feedback that they give us, we can then use for that continuous improvement for what we're doing and how we're handing things out. So like I said last week about risk-taking, when we think about our clients and improving what we do and asking for feedback, that might be your risk-taking is asking your clients for the feedback. We need to explore strategies to analyze the feedback. So when we're analyzing that feedback from those clients, we can really see and change and we can up-level. But that might be a risk for you asking them, how did you find this? What did you think I needed to do? I've got the questions in the academy for those people that are in the academy who are listening at the moment. We've got to empower ourselves and our clients to come to see us, don't we? So we can share real life testimonials, situations, case studies with our clients, but again, not giving them that end result, making sure that we're giving the journey, making sure the client understands the journey to see us. So we want to highlight, you know, positive outcomes for our clients. We want to make sure that our client is on board with us. We've got all the touch points with them. They know from the beginning to the end what's going to happen with us, how it's going to work with us. I say to my clients when during that first focus call, which could be a fishing call. I heard that one today in a group I'm in. 
I work with Steph Taylor and somebody was saying, you know, I have a discovery call. There's all the different words for them and I have a focus call. But somebody said they'd had a strategy call and people were thinking when they went on the call for the strategy, they were going to get the answer. And she said, well, why don't you change it to a fitting call to see if the person fits in with you and what you do? So simple things, simple wordings for what we do makes a huge difference. The client's how they're concepting what we do and what they're going to get from that initial appointment, from that first discussion. I have my focus call and I speak to the person for the few minutes and then I say, oh dear, you've got a lot going on. It's quite comprehensive. Obviously you need to have an appointment to get to the bottom of this. And then they'll, they generally will say, well, what's the cost? And I say, you know, my costs are very clear. They're all on my website. Um, but I say, well, you'll, well, they'll say, how often will I see you? And that's how I'm going to see you three times in relatively quick succession. They'll be fortnightly for the first three appointments. Then we should be able to move it to three weekly and then monthly from there on out. And then I'll continue to see you until we've resolved many of these issues. Some of them can't be resolved immediately and they'll need ongoing care and support. And we just have regular check-ins to see how you're going to update prescriptions. And when things change, then we might need another full appointment again. So they understand how the system is going to work for them. They know that is my roadmap for them. They've heard that roadmap from me right at the beginning. And so what is that roadmap for you? What is that connection for you and your clients so that they know this is what's going to happen? This is the system I am going to follow from that very first touch point. Where is it? All the way through to them seeing you, from seeing you to beyond when they might ultimately be discharged or continue to see you. And I'm now of the opinion, for the last 10 years now, now now recently, not now recently, 10 years, is that people don't leave your care. You don't discharge. So you discharge the people that you don't want to see again for whatever reason you don't you don't want to see them again. Maybe you don't feel you connect with them, that it's always been a trial working with them, but you've resolved their problems. So then you just don't book them and you say, you know, I think we can discharge you now because you've done so well. And if you need me in the future, you can book back in again. But for the majority of the clients that I see, I really like them. I want to see them again. And now I don't discharge. Now I say, they'll come and see me and I say, oh, wow, I feel amazing. I just came. I had one evening where three clients in a row, this is a long time ago, all turned up and said, I feel amazing. Thank you so much. I just wanted to come today to tell you how good I feel. And I feel that I've finished and I'm like, that's great. And for one of them, I was like, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming back. I'll discharge you because I didn't see that there was going, he wasn't really up for change. He wanted the tablets. He wasn't really up for change in other areas. So coaching him was hard. I got him to do everything I needed him to do and I got him well, but it was a hard journey for me getting him to do those things. Whereas it wasn't once he'd got it through his brain that he had to do the things I asked him to. Once we'd actually got over each hurdle, he did those things and he got really well and he was resolved. And so I'm like, okay, you're discharged. Whereas the other two people out of that three, there actually might've been more than three that night, but there's two that I remember, three I remember specifically. And the next two that came on that late night and they both said, I feel well, I don't need to do anything. I just wanted to come and say, thank you. How great I feel. And I was, it's fantastic. I will book you in to see you in three months' time for a follow-up and to because we're going to put you on these really simple supplements. In three months' time, you're going to need some vitamin D again because you're a slip-slop slapper, um, which in Australia and New Zealand means that you, what is that? You slip on a hat, you slip on sunscreen, and it's a hat and sunscreen anyway. So slip-slop slap, whatever the three are, who knows? But these people need vitamin D, these people need ongoing support just to check in. And so they know, and they were all happy, yes, see you in three months' time. 
Absolutely brilliant. Love it. Can't wait. So there's a very clear where we're going with the client and that is their journey with you right from the start, finding that journey from their first touch point all the way through to saying either you're discharged or I'll see you in three months because you're so well and they say yes and they're sharing you with their friends. So if you want to do it, think about it, go and sit down, write out your customer journey, have a look at all those touch points, find the places where you're not. Use someone else's device to Google yourself and see where you come up. See that you're not actually page one because whenever I Google myself on my own computer, I'm page one, I'm top of the lot. But if I were to Google my business or ask for a naturopath in my area on someone else's device, I probably wouldn't come up number one. I think I come up about number three because, of course, you've got your sponsored people first. People are doing SEO. So they come up first even though they're not necessarily in my area. So I'm the first natural one that I'm about third or something that comes up because of all my reviews. So where are you? What can you do to improve that customer-facing point of your business? Okay. So have a good one. I'm sorry about my cough. July and I'm taking all the things. So fingers crossed it eventually goes away. So thank you, COVID. Have a good one. Apologies for the cough. And I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. And you know the deal. If you want to email me, do so. If you want me to keep you accountable, join the Academy and I will do that. And I look forward to catching up with you really soon. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.